So when you see strategies or hacks or advice or opinions online, I really want you to think about as a new online business owner, is this a high level activity that's going to help me actually make money? Is this actually going to move the needle? Or is this an enhancement or a tweak that maybe I should experiment with or look into later? Hey there, I'm Marissa, and I want to personally welcome you to the Escape the 9 to 5 podcast, where we discuss all things making money online and creating a life that you love. After losing my dad at 19, I learned how short life can be. And because of this, I now know that making money online is about so much more than an extra paycheck. It's about freedom. It's about options. And it's about having the opportunity to spend your time on this planet your way. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now it's time to dive into today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Escape the 9 to 5 podcast. All right, so I hope you guys are doing well. As I'm recording this episode, I am prepping to go to Florida next week. So when this gets released, I will be in Florida, which is super, super exciting. I am so ready for some sunshine. It has been nonstop snow here in Minnesota. We got another two or three inches last night, and I am over it. I am ready for some sunshine. I'm ready to feel some warmth, all of that, and You know, I'm just really thankful that I have a business that allows me to go on vacation when I want to, and I don't have to worry about PTO or things like that, and I can do things ahead of time, or I can plan my schedule around the things that I want to do, and I guess I just wanted to put this in here to show you guys, like, that is possible. You can have a business that allows you to live your life, that allows you to travel, to spend your time your way, and... That's what, you know, this is all about. That's why we're here and listening to this podcast is really a great starting point. All right, so today I want to talk about why you should ditch pretty much everything you've been taught about online business. And I know that is a pretty bold statement, so I'm going to kick things off with a little story so that you guys understand kind of what I'm talking about. All right, so flashback to my early business days, so like 2018, 2019. And, you know, during this time, I was learning a lot about business, marketing, all of it. And because I was new to this whole online business thing and didn't really know what was right or wrong, I followed a lot of the advice that I was given, and I was really trained to believe that starting and growing an online business is a lot harder and it's a lot more complex than it seems. And a great example of this was learning about Facebook ads. Now, this episode is not about Facebook ads, but this is a great story and a great example, so bear with me. So I'm a big fan of Facebook ads. They help me grow my audience faster, and they make it so that I don't have to post on social media all the time if I don't want to. Now, when I started looking into Facebook ads... There were all sorts of different opinions and strategies and full-blown courses out there that had all different price points, and I started absorbing a lot of this information. So I invested in training, and I started experimenting with ads. And during this process, or kind of through this training and things, 
I started really honing in on, you know, the ad copy, so the text of the ad, and creating the perfect graphic, and I did testing, and just all of these things. Basically, I was, you know, told to perfect every aspect of the ad, and it turned into this massive project where I was spending time on every detail, and then when I launched these ads based on all of this information, my lead costs were through the roof. They were like, I want to say like 10 or $20. I don't exactly know, but it literally made no sense for me to use these paid ads. It was not cost effective. I did not have that type of budget for, or to pay like $10 for a lead. And I tried a lot of different ads. I, you know, mixed it up. This wasn't just like I tried it once and then gave up. No, I tried this for quite a while and it just wasn't paying off. So I stopped running ads. And at this point, I was like, wow, okay, ads are way too complex, there's too much involved, and I need to wait till I have more money to experiment with, I need more time to learn this, or you know, maybe it's just something that I'll hire out in the future. But then, come 2020, one day I decided to randomly put up an ad for my opt-in freebie. So your opt-in freebie is kind of that free gift that you offer in exchange for someone's email address. And I talk more about that in some of the email marketing podcast episodes if you want to look into those. But it was a super simple ad. It just had some text on an image and it told people exactly what it was for. In the ad text, again, I was just straightforward with it and I said something along the lines of, not sure what to sell online, here's a list of 40 digital products to create and sell. I let this ad run for about a week to give it some time to start working. And with this ad, I started getting new email subscribers for around 50 cents each, which is really good. And even then, that was like really, really good. And the best part was that I ran this ad for months and it continued to perform. And what kind of tripped me up about that is so many people were saying like, hey, you know, your ads, you want to tweak them every couple weeks or whatever because ad costs will start to go up or you have to keep refreshing things. But I ran this for months and it was still getting around 50 cents per lead. It continued to perform despite what these people had told me or kind of despite what I believed. And, you know, when I ran this ad in 2020, I didn't sit and make it some big deal. I didn't try to beat around the bush or tell people some elaborate story so that they'd grab this list. Instead, I was just like, hey, here's this list and I know it would be valuable to you. I didn't obsess over the tiny details. Instead, you know, I really focused on creating an opt-in freebie that my ideal audience found super desirable. And I created a straightforward ad that encouraged people to take action. Like it was just, it wasn't beating around the bush. And I think that's the biggest thing here is just like, hey, here's a list of digital product ideas. And I'm just telling you, hey, here's a list of digital product ideas. And this outperformed every single ad that I created when I was nitpicking every detail and testing and finessing and taking everyone else's advice. Now, these opinions and this advice and all of the nitty gritty details, I think this is really helpful if I want to try to optimize or enhance my results. You know, maybe I want to reduce my cost per lead down to 40 cents from 50 cents. Okay, then we'll try some of these optimizations. Then I think they're really valuable and valid. But at the core, I'm just giving my audience something that they want, and I'm not making it more complex than that. 
And this was such a good lesson for me that business gets to be as simple or as complex as you make it. And if we think about, let's say, a brick and mortar store, so maybe a boutique, because I think this is a really good example too. Like at the end of the day, if you have people that are walking into your store, maybe your store is in the mall and you have what people want, you know, let's say you really look at your clientele and you start offering exactly what they want. If this is your situation, you're likely going to make sales. It doesn't matter if your merchandise is in the back of the store or in the front of the store. It doesn't matter if your racks are gray versus black. It doesn't matter if you have the perfect window display. Now, some of these things could increase your sales, but it's not going to make your business go from no sales to sales or vice versa. You know, like these are enhancements. These are strategic moves or things that you can test to increase your sales. But at the core, running a successful business is about offering people what they want. If you give people what they want or they need and they trust you and they feel comfortable with you, they will buy. Now, with that being said, there are now so many more people in the online space than there were in 2018, and there are a lot of different opinions. Some people say that you have to do sales calls. Some people say that you have to post on social media a certain way. And a lot of times these people make you believe that if you don't do it a certain way or that if you don't follow a certain process, you won't be successful. And that just isn't true. There are a million ways to get to the same end goal, just like anything in life. And that's why within Insight to Income and my other trainings, I focus on showing you how to grow an audience, how to nurture an audience, and how to create irresistible offers. I'm not going to tell you that you have to post on TikTok or that you have to set up a sales funnel, or that you have to sell in a certain way. Instead, I help you decide, you know, how are you going to grow your audience? Is that with TikTok? Is that with Instagram? How often are you going to post? And how are you going to nurture your audience? Does podcasting or even blogging seem like a good fit? And what are you going to offer that's going to help your audience bridge that gap of where they're currently at to where they want to be? In what way can you offer the best support and also accommodate your needs or style? There's no one size fits all. And I think that starting and growing a successful business online is really a matter of figuring out what feels good to you. What aligns with your strengths? What feels natural? What is going to be easy to do week after week, month after month? And then it's doing that. It's keeping all of the advice and all of the strategies and all the people with their different opinions at bay. It's pushing them off to the side and it's saying, okay, how am I going to grow my audience? How am I going to nurture my audience? And what am I going to offer? And then, you know, let's say you decide to use Instagram to grow your audience. At the core, it's about posting great content that resonates with your audience. In the beginning, it really doesn't matter if you're sharing the most beautiful graphics in the world or the most engaging carousel out there. No, it's really about sharing content that connects. It's about sharing a message that leaves your audience saying, wow, they get it. It doesn't have to be more complex than that. Like share what you have to say, share what your audience needs to hear. And then as time goes on, as you start to free up some time or get in a groove, then you can really start looking into optimizing things. 
then maybe you start diving into different content types and reels and the bells and whistles. And maybe you notice that more people interact with your content at night versus mornings. And then you start slowly enhancing what you're doing to really squeeze the most out of your efforts versus right out of the gates stressing because someone said that you have to do Instagram, even though you don't even like Instagram, you don't even want to be on Instagram. And then you start seeing all this stuff about alt tags and cover photos and hooks. And someone said you need to do this. And someone else said that you absolutely can't post without this. And then one person says to post in the mornings. And the next person says only post during the evening hours. And then this one Instagram post that's really just supposed to be you sharing a message turns into this whole internal battle of what do I even do? Or a 20-minute Instagram post turns into this two-hour process because you're checking off all the boxes of all these things that so-and-so said you have to do. It's like, geez, that's a lot. And personally, I know that all these little details, all these little things, when they were floating through my head, they were so overwhelming. And a lot of times it resulted in me procrastinating and not taking action. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that there's no lack of information out there. There's no lack of hacks, tips, tricks, strategies, and opinions, but all of these little tweaks will not make or break your business. Starting and growing a successful business comes from having a solid core or a solid foundation. It's about getting in front of new faces. It's about connecting with these people, and it's about offering exactly what they want and need. Like with the boutique example, if you get people into your store, if you connect with them or you offer a good experience and you also have exactly what they need, you're going to make money. Your business is going to grow. And as time goes on, maybe you start experimenting with what to put in your window display and you realize that a certain layout or a certain clothing line gets more people into the store. That's great. Or maybe you find out that having a certain store layout increases sales because you put some potential outfits together. And now when people see the shirt that they already kind of know that they want, then they see some pants and some shoes that could go really well with that shirt and they buy the whole outfit. So you're able to increase your sales. You see what I mean? So when you see strategies or hacks or advice or opinions online, I really want you to think about As a new online business owner, is this a high-level activity that's going to help me actually make money? Is this actually going to move the needle? Or is this an enhancement or a tweak that maybe I should experiment with or look into later? All right, as an overview, business can be as simple or as complex as you make it. And this was kind of a rant episode, but I wanted to put this out there for the person that's making everything so much harder than it has to be. Don't feel like you have to do something or you have to follow a certain strategy and instead really give yourself the space to be a beginner. Give yourself the space to grow and the space to find a path that works for you. All right, that is all that I have for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're ready to work together further, If you want to start your business in the simplest way possible, make sure you check out my online business planning workshop where I'll help you map out exactly what you need to do to start your business and grow it to 5k months and beyond. So I will link to that in the show notes and I would love to see you there. And if not, I will see you guys next week.